right. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm your host, Crystal Crawford. And for the first time on this show, I'm actually playing with being a host <laughs> and not just talking your ear off about the things I want to talk about because me. Now, I get that the way I've been doing my show has contributed to a lot of people and I'm playing with something different. So I am going live through Zoom onto Facebook. And so I may or may not see your comments. So the best way to get me your questions is actually to email me crystal at crystaljoycrawford.com or come on live to the Zoom. And we, I have a few people here that are live with me. So hi to all of you guys. I see you, I see the chat. And so if you have questions as this comes up, please put them in the chat. And um, what I would really like to create differently with this show is a place where you can actually ask me the things that are relevant to you. Um, I will come up with a theme and I will come up with, you know, as, as best a match to the energy that's up in the world as I can. And I, I really require your questions so that I can speak to the things that are actually relevant to you. Hi, Ms. Paula. Hi, guys. So I did have someone send in a couple. I've got a question from Melinda and I have a couple of question from Janique. Um, and, and what I'd like to ask you, and I probably will ask you this every week is like, hey, this is a 30 minute conversation with me every week. If you could get anything out of this conversation, what would it be? And the, the theme this week is, hey, are you being a shitty facilitator of yourself? Or are you being a great one? Now that's kind of a, it's not a great question because it's kind of like I'm either being shitty or I'm being great. There's no middle ground. It doesn't really ask you for your awareness. So I'm acknowledging that now. Where that came from was this awareness that in access consciousness, we give you, we give all, we're, we're given like from a place of intense generosity, this incredible boatload of tools from how does it get any better than this? To, oh my God, who does this thought belong to? Is it mine? Is it someone else's? To interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. But one of the things that I really noticed is that, and I'm including myself in this, is that, I mean, number one, you start where you start when you start with any of these tools. So there's that. But I also like didn't get, I didn't get that there was shitty facilitation and there was really great facilitation and great facilitation empowers people. And that's the target of access is to empower you to know that, you know, not what, you know, just that, you know. And so I have, I'm on a personal quest to be a great, to be the greatness that I am, to be a great facilitator. And I'm like, what is that? What is the great facilitator? And am I being a great facilitator with myself? Do I empower myself with these tools or do I disempower myself with these tools? Am I look, is my tar, do I even have a personal target to empower myself or do I actually, am I really actually committed to disempowering myself? And there were questions that were pretty confronting because what I started to discover is uh, I was really, really committed to disempowering myself. Every single time you judge yourself, you disempower yourself. Every single time that, you know, you take a tool like interesting point of view. I have this point of view. And you say that out loud to somebody else, you're disempowering somebody else. You're using it as a weapon. Every single time that you take interesting point of view, I have this point of view and you just do interesting point of view, you're disempowering yourself. And I was like, oh man, I disempower myself a lot. So that, that began this, uh, uh, this realization and this ongoing adventure of, well, what does it take to be a great facilitator of me? 
Great facilitators always empower. Great facilitators are in allowance. Great facilitators always ask you a question. I, so here's what it, here's what it says. Uh, no, I'm going to get into these questions in a second. So great facilitators are like, okay, so you have that point of view. So is there any limitation in that point of view? Yeah. Wow. Great facilitators actually ask questions that allow you to have your own awareness and they don't sit and explain things at you all the time, unless you've asked a question. So on that note, I am going to begin playing with on my weekly show, being a great facilitator <laughs> and asking you for your questions. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna start with Janique's and then I'm gonna to go to Melinda's. And if you have a question, if you're online right now on Facebook, I can't see your questions. I'm choosing something different here. So email me at crystal at crystaljoycrawford.com. Uh, you will be able to join the Zoom. If you would like to join the Zoom for next week, go to the top of my Facebook page and subscribe and I will send out the weekly Zoom so you can be live with me and chat with me live there, okay? Now, Janique's uh, question about this. She said, um, so hi, Crystal. Most often I get it easier to facilitate others than me and to get them to use the tools more than I do. Though I use them and facilitate myself, I find it more powerful to be facilitated myself by someone else. And it's way, it's way easier to be vulnerable as well. And so that's one choice you have. If you know that you're shitty with yourself, <laughs> You can just pay for sessions or have somebody else ask you questions. The gift of these access consciousness tools is that when they are in the hands of somebody who truly does desire to have your back and facilitate you into more of the greatness of you without a point of view, um, you can burst into more of you very quickly. Uh, so cool. And one of the things that I would play with, with all of this, every single point of view that we take every single one, it does not matter what it is. There are so many points of view that we say as if they're facts, right? I'm just not good at that. I'm not mad about it. I don't have any charge on it. I'm just not good at that. So I'm gonna get somebody else to do it for me, right? That sounds like reasonable, logical fact, right? Fact. <laughs> every single point of view that we state or function from as a fact creates something. Your point of view creates your reality. I'm just not good at that, okay? Another example is what Janique said. Most often I get it's easier to facilitate others than me. Now she's just, I asked her for a question. She's just stating what it is for her, right? This is what it is. I get that it's easier to facilitate others than me. Okay, cool. One of the questions that I am beginning to ask myself, okay, self, and the point of view you just stated, you just stated it like a fact. Is there any limitation in that point of view? Yes or no? Hmm. If there is, I get to just be with that. Oh, there is. Oh. So from there, I could wonder, okay, so what's that limitation? Or I could go, okay, well, if that, if there's limitation in that, is that what I want to keep choosing? Do I want to keep choosing a limited point of view or would I like to choose something else? Immediately at, with that question, you become empowered to just make a different choice. Um, though I use them and facilitate myself, I find it more powerful to be facilitated by someone else and it's way more vulnerable as well. Okay, so basically she really hasn't asked a question. She's just said that she stated um, that this is easier and I prefer this. And so this is what I choose. And so all I would do with myself at that point is go, okay, so I prefer that. Is there any limitation in that point of view? Yeah. Oh. Well, what else is possible that I haven't considered? 
what would it take to be a great facilitator of myself even? Do I have any interest in that? Am I more, you know, like, am I more committed to something else? All of these questions then empower you with awareness. Now, awareness doesn't create choice, but awareness will empower you with information, right? I've been getting a lot of information just about where I function from with stuff lately, just by asking. So what is, what am I, what am I really committed to here? <laughs> this isn't working, right? You have this bubble pipe of your life that something is blowing on and creating bubbles, right? And some of these bubbles are like, not enough money. Some of these bubbles are relationships are kind of hard. Some of these bubbles are, I fight with my spouse all the time. All these bubbles are different for all of us. Right. And so we've got this bubble, pipe, the bubble pipe of our life blowing up all these bubbles. And we're like, pop, pop, right around, good, bad, pop, pop, online, choice, with the And who does that even belong to? An interesting point of view, trying to get rid of what we've decided is wrong so that we can have the life that we desire. But one of the things I've been wondering about is well, I've decided these are wrong and I need to get rid of them. That, that's just fact, right? These are bad points of view and I need to get rid of them. So I'm going to use a tool. Now, the entire premise of that whole statement is these are bad points of view and they need to be gotten rid of. <laughs> so in the point of view that I just stated, is there any limitation in that point of view that these are bad points of view? Yeah, there is a limitation in that. Wow. I thought that was really true. Huh. So if they're not bad points of view and I don't need to get rid of them, then what, what's actually possible? Question. One of the things that just looking at, just looking at what comes out of your mouth and going, wow, I said that as if that's just a fact, right? This is just, and so let's, let's actually use another example. So um, Melinda said, RE, facilitating yourself, how are cords and attachments dealt with by access consciousness? Um, and she said, I don't understand why access consciousness says to do interesting point of view for a year. If you truly get that 98% of your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions don't belong to you, that seems like it goes away immediately and taking a year of doing interesting point of view seems like a lot of work. Cool. So um, the first part is how are cords and attachments dealt with by access consciousness, okay? So the first thing I would say is we don't actually deal with them. We don't deal with them. Most of what we've bought as real and true isn't. It just feels real and true. And then we buy it. And then it really feels real and true. Like, you know, if, if somebody tells you that, um, we can't even think of a good example, just of buying something like butter. Uh, <laughs> butter's what popped into my head. Somebody tells you butter is real and real. Butter is real and true. It's a thing. If you've never tried butter, you don't even know what butter is. And so you're like, it is? So you go to the store and you buy butter and then you align and agree with that. Now you know butter is real and true. Now there's two of you that are declaring that butter is real and true, right? It's kind of a terrible example, but cords and attachments are real and true. And then you have all this community of people that gets around and, and agrees, aligns and agree with that cords and attachments are real and true. And now you have an actual thing that you have to deal with in a way that's different than if it was just a point of view. If cords and attachments were just an interesting point of view, you would deal with them differently than if they are a solid and real thing that you have to fix or deal with, right? That has a different energy to it. Letting cords and attachments be an interesting point of view has one energy to it. And dealing with it as if it's real and true has a different energy to it. 
okay? And this is the point. This is why in the very, very beginning of Access Consciousness, we talk about, hey, what's light for you is true for you. What's heavy, what has density to it isn't true for you. This is one of the first places where we introduce the concept of, hey, if you could actually just be aware of what's lighter and be aware of what's heavier, you might actually get some more clues about what's really true for you. Just that tool alone could change your whole life if you really just got really present with every little thing that came out of your mouth. But one of the things that happens is we don't have time for that. Like we're busy. We're busy living. We're busy doing the thing. We're busy, like, you know, we're busy. So guess what we give you? More tools. So we're busy doing the thing. We've got all these thoughts and feelings floating through our head, blah, blah, blah. So we go, hey, listen, try this one. See what this one does. I get that you don't want to pause and like take the time to practice the awareness of what's life for you is true for you. What's heavy is a lie. That's like, I get it. So try this just for every single thought, every single feeling, every single emotion that comes through your head. Try just being interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. What it does is it creates for you that pause, right? It creates for you that thing where you went, I just had a thought. Okay. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. You don't have to think about the thought. You don't have to figure out why the thought is there. You don't have to look for why the thought. You just realize, I just had a thought. They said for every single thought, every single question to do this. Okay, I'm going to try this and see what it does. Now, that's the curious way to use interesting point of view. But what most of us do with interesting point of view is we go, we have a thought and we're like, interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view, I have this point of view. Interesting point of view. And we judge our thought and we try to get rid of it and then become an, a terrible facilitator of ourselves because we're not actually empowering ourselves, disempowering ourselves by judging that we had a thought and wanting it to go away. So how are you using the tool? Okay, um, Aurelia had a question and let's see here, 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 here. I don't know, actually, I don't know that this is a question. Something came up again today where once again, I was rejected and cast aside. It was painful and it made me angry. And I don't know why this continues to happen. The woman said she was open to talking and then blocked me on Facebook. I was open with her and I explained my situation and why I decided to leave her group, but she wasn't willing to share what happened when someone else she mentioned. That pissed me off. And again, blocking me hurt. What would it take for this to change? I get that leaving her group was part of me having the energy of what I would like to be, but geez, what about the rejection? What would it take for that to stop, right? So this is a really, really good example of something that a pattern that we continue to create in our lives over and over and over, right? For, for Miss Aurelia, rejection and being cast aside or feeling rejected and feeling cast aside is something that continues to show up in her life, right? This is a great example of the bubble pipe that I was talking about earlier. I keep having these rejection bubbles pop up, right? I keep having these things pop up where I, and I, and I, and like, I've been working on this and working on this and working on this. And how do I actually change this? Cool. So that's great. This is a great example of something like, how do I actually change this? Okay. So in reality, there's 18,000 tools that you could use. One of the tools that she could use to facilitate herself is interesting point of view. She could go, interesting point of view. I have the point of view that this was painful and it made me angry. Interesting point of view. I have the point of view that I don't know why this continues to happen. Is that true that I don't know why this continues to happen? Is it happening? 
Is there something else going on? Do I create this? Interesting point of view, the point of, that this woman had the point of view that she said she was open. Interesting point of view I have that she has the point of view that she's open. Was she actually open? Did I just believe her? And then I didn't listen to my awareness and then I was doing something else. Interesting point of view. I have the point of view that I am rejected and cast aside all the time. Is that true? Is it something else? Is there any limitation? Um, yeah, so that's, anyway, sorry, I'm looking at it while I'm trying to talk at the same time, which is very, not that easy. Cool. So I was open with her and explained my situation and why I decided to leave the group, but she wasn't willing to share what happened with someone else that she mentioned. Cool. So one of the things that I would ask Aurelia in, one of the things we talk about in access consciousness and where it, it begins, you begin to be a great facilitator of yourself is when you begin to recognize what you're doing. And we give you these tools so that you can actually have more conscious awareness of what you're doing. Because so much of what, everything that doesn't work in your life is somewhere where you're unwilling to be, unwilling to perceive, unwilling to receive, be no, or unwilling to know. Every single thing that doesn't work in your life is I'm unwilling to be, unwilling to perceive, unwilling to know, unwilling to receive, okay? Okay, great, that's great information. Now what, you know, how do we get ourselves anywhere, right? Well, so with something like this, if this continues to happen, one of the questions I might ask myself is, and this would be if only if you're brave, is do I really want this to change? I keep creating it. Now, one of the things about being a great facilitator of yourself is acknowledging that you're the creator of everything that shows up. I, what if I did create this? What if this doesn't keep happening to me? I told this story actually in foundation. I'm on, I'm in day four of foundation right now, which is I'm like watching people just transform before my eyes. It is one of the most miraculous classes I've ever had the privilege of facilitating. And for one woman in particular, she came in day one and, and was so upset. She had so many problems in her relationship. She was so certain she needed to leave. Um, money was a problem. She was incredibly upset, so much so that in the very beginning of the class, she was fighting us. And so we couldn't actually get anywhere with her. And so I just pulled her aside. I'm like, hey, do you want your money back? Like, we're not. And she burst into tears. She's like, no, no. All I want is for this to change. And I said, okay, cool. What keeps happening is that when we suggest something, you just talk over us and you insist on telling us all the reasons why this can't change and all the reasons why this can't change and all the reasons why this can't change. And I was like, I get that this feels impossible to you right now, but would you be willing just for this four days to trust the process that we'd love to facilitate with you and see what it changes? And I was like, one of the things that'll mean is that I interrupt you when you are in a story. One of the tools of access consciousness is don't listen to, don't tell, and don't buy the story. What's this like? Don't listen to it, don't tell it, don't buy it. Now, when you're in your own body, you can't even tell when you're in a story, it just feels real, right? So listening to yourself and going, like typing this all out and going, okay, so how much of this is story? A little bit or a lot? No, a lot, okay. I'm doing a lot of story around this. Okay, cool, is there any limitation in that point of view? <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. 
And this begins to unravel where we've crunched ourselves in so hard with all this unconsciousness that we can't even get to the place where we have more choice. You can't even get to the place where you have more choice right now. That's the purpose of doing interesting point of view. I have this point of view for a year is to get yourself to the place where you have more choice. Now, if that's not your tool, it's not your tool. Don't use it. Use something else if it's fun for you. The reason we have 82,000 tools is because use the one that works. Use the one that creates the space for you to be. How will you know when you're being? You're happy. You're like a puppy. That's how you know you're being. Anything other than puppy reality is not really being, <laughs> right? You like don't have a point of view. Things don't hurt your feelings. You don't take things personally. You don't worry about being rejected. You don't actually care about judgment. Your money, everything's working. You're asking for what you'd like and it's kind of showing up. That's working. It's working, right? Okay, cool. Yay, your life's working. Anything other than that, there's something you're unwilling to be, something you're unwilling to know, something you're unwilling to perceive, something you're unwilling to um, perceive, no be and receive. So then, okay, fine. Well, you start with the bubbles and the bubble thing. So start with this. So this Aurelia's got this situation that keeps occurring for her. She keeps creating. She keeps creating, getting rejected and cast aside. Cool. How's it working? Is there any limitation in what you said to me? Is there any limitation in the story you just told me? Okay. I just wonder what other choices you have that maybe you haven't considered. Now, that's just one set of tools. That's just getting really present. Hey, this is the energy that isn't working. This is da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
um, stuff showed up that I could never have planned for. People showed up that I never could have, ideas showed up that I never could have planned for just based on my willingness to go, I have no idea how to get there. What do you know, universe, you show me. And now I have a new battery in my car. I didn't have to go anywhere, drive anywhere. I did go drive and pick up a new battery, but even that I get that I could have had delivered. So I was still functioning from this place where I have to do all these steps to get to the thing that I want. If I'm facilitating myself, then I can just go, okay, well, is there any limitation in that point of view? <laughs> yeah, wow, okay. Well, what if I didn't have to do all the steps? Like, what would that even be like? Is there any limitation in the point of view that I'm always rejected and cast aside? <laughs> okay. Is it true that I'm always rejected and cast aside? Maybe, am I creating that? I wonder what I'm being that's creating that and what I could be that's different. I don't even know what that's like. I'm so used to functioning this way. This is how it's been for a lot of my things. Like I am so used to functioning in this way of like, I have to go through the hard things to get to the easy thing that I don't even know another way. Universe, will you show me? Like, will you show me? Because I don't know another way. I can't see it. I can't even ask for it. Like I, I can't, I can't only ask for it. So if nothing that you were choosing right now was wrong, and I get that's a leap in and of itself, right? That's a leap. If nothing I was choosing was wrong. How do you even, how do you even, how do you even get there? Cool, we'll start listening to yourself. Start listening to what you're saying. Start noticing the things that you say as if they're facts. Start listening to where you go first. Do you go to question? Do you go to being curious about what other choices do you have first? Or do you go to the judgment of you first? Are you willing to actually um, listen to yourself and just listen to yourself? Like if you were talking to another person the way you talk to yourself, would you judge that other person as much as you judge you? Maybe, maybe you're a shitty facilitator of other people too. <laughs> I did notice the more allowance I have for myself, the better facilitator I am of everybody else, right? So this is a practice. This is a play. And you start right where you are. You don't have to be anywhere else. You're not wrong. It's just, how's it working for you, right? How is it working for you? And what can you be for yourself that will create more of what you'd like to have? If more of what you'd like to have is more ease with people, what can you be with yourself that would generate that for you? Are you willing to be that for yourself? And the only last thing I would like to say is we bought this point of view that judging ourselves is the faster way to change. Is there any limitation in that point of view? What if, what if being an allowance of yourself, no matter what you were choosing, was the shortcut to creating any change? What would that even be like? What would you have to ask for? Universe, show me what allowance for me is even like. I've never chosen that. I don't even know what that is. I hear people talk about it. It's a great concept. I've heard you're supposed to do interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Okay, fine. I don't even know how to do that with allowance. I use that with total judgment of me. Interesting point of view. I have this point of view. Who does that belong to? Ah, return to sender with consciousness attached is actually total judgment. Anything that you want to resist and react to or get rid of, you're judging right? Anything that you're just an allowance of, you're not judging. So it can just change. 
So are you using the tools to disempower yourself and to judge yourself even more? Are you using the tools to discover what might be true for you, to discover what allowance could be for you? Are you even using the tools? Are you pretending to use the tools, sounding like you're using the tools, trying to use the tools, but actually just doing the tools or are you being the tools with you? Doing interesting point of view, I have this point of view is really different than being interesting point of view. So how is that showing up for you? Are there any limitations in the points of view that you're telling yourself just as if they're true? I wonder what other choices you have. And what would it be like to be a great facilitator of yourself? What would it be like to be in total allowance of you with you? What would you like to nurture in your world? What would you like to ask for? I'd be so grateful if you shared this, if you got anything out of it, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you for your questions. <laughs> Bye.